Well, I want to welcome Jim Cole uh, for our part two series. If you tuned in last week, uh, we were, I was talking to Jim Cole, and we were just having uh, some wonderful conversation, finding out about Jim Cole and uh, how he came to the Haven Arrest, uh, some of the the history here, uh, working in facilities, and then working through several positions in the men's division, going to college, uh, Kurt Thomas calling you and uh, sharing that uh, we have a job position open for you, and then you coming in at a young age of, you said, around 24, 25, uh, working third shift, uh, then second shift, and now we are we concluded last week with you working first uh, first shift as you, you received your social uh, license, uh, social worker's license, and working in that position for about six, seven years. So let's pick it up from there. So six, seven years, uh, you uh, were working in the first uh, shift, and you were working with a wonderful group of men there. I think Dwight Johnson was over there as well and many other godly men. And then another opportunity presented itself. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so as, as we talked about last week, each step of the way, and I think this is, happens for many of us in life, God will present an opportunity for us. And uh, there, there was an opportunity here at Haven of Rest. Uh, we were going through a transition where Reverend Walker was retiring, and, uh, and Reverend Kaiser, you were, were moving into the role of executive director. And so you had a similar, similar situation to me where God was providing you with a, a, a tremendous opportunity, but it's also one where you have to lean on him and, and, and trust him to equip you. So I came to that bridge. I was offered the role of the director of men's division. And uh, at that time, I was just about to turn 30. Um, and again, so it was another situation where I, at the time, I was the youngest person in the men's division working. Most of the men were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, um, some in their 60s. Um, and so I was the youngest person in the group moving into the role of director. And again, it was a humbling experience knowing, Lord, these men have so much um, that they bring to the table, their, their experience, their maturity. Um, and so and you're, you're asking me to, to lead this group. And so it was, it was very humbling and it was very much another situation where we had to say, Lord, I need you. I need your wisdom. I need your guidance because this is bigger than me. Um, I'm not going to be able to come in and pretend that I'm the expert. And uh, so it was really, Lord, as we grow as a team together, I know you're going to be teaching me. You're going to be teaching us. And so uh, as that opportunity presented itself, I said yes to the to the call and, and to the opportunity and walked through that door and was blessed to be the director of men's division for about 10 and a half years. So – being a department head, obviously, is a lot. There's a lot more responsibility. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the responsibilities that you had as the director of the men's division, because it's it's a big scope, uh, and you are overseeing uh, pretty much the whole program. But in the midst of that, you're interacting with a lot of your your staff to uh, for guidance as well. So I remember when I started in the role, Reverend Walker told me gave me some advice. He said, your ministry up to this point has been directly to the men who are coming into Haven of Rest, and you're still going to minister to those men, but you have a new ministry now. You have a ministry to the 16 men who work in the men's division. Uh, so your, your job is to, to not only know them, their families, 
their strengths and their weaknesses, but equip them because they're going to be the ones doing the frontline work. And you need to put them in the best position possible so that they can thrive and they can minister to the people who are coming through our doors. So I took that to heart. That was one of the first pieces of advice I received, uh, and that would have been back in 2010. And so I built, you know, the role builds out from that. Uh, if you start with just the men that you're, you're working with, the 16 men who work here in the men's division, uh, you know, do they have, I'm going to monitor their vacation time and, and their sick time. And, and it, with that, it's not just keeping track of it. That's the, our life is built around some of those things, you know, the, the, the trips we take or maybe the illnesses we face. And, and so knowing the men and their families, that's kind of the administrative function of the role. Uh, you're going to oversee the, the budget of the men's division. So, um, you know, if we have to buy linens to replace uh, for the beds across the street, or maybe there's uh, the resident program, maybe they need uh, updates, like they need new chairs in the classroom, or, or they need money for resources. Maybe we need to purchase books for the men. Uh, so all the all the different parts that go into a budget, that was a that was a new uh, role for me that I, I had to grow in here at Haven of Rest is is overseeing that for the men's division, and then. One of the big ones is uh, you have to build your team. You, you you need to make sure your team's healthy. So there's a training and equipping that goes on uh, for the men. And, and so we have to be making sure the Lord, that we ourselves are, are walking with the Lord so that we can, the overflow can pour into the, the men that, that we're leading. Uh, so that, you know, whether that be the men's division meetings that we would have weekly. And, and uh, at the time, we still had a, a men's training institute once a year. Mm-hmm. So that was an event that I took on and organized where we'd have rescue missions from all over the country coming into Haven of Rest. We would organize speakers and training and, and hotels. And so I kind of became an event planner at the same time as well. That was, that was an, another big stretch. <laughs> uh, but in the midst of it all, just God was so faithful. And uh, I just I can look back at each moment and just thank him for the, the, the journey that he's taken me on, for the new ways that he stretched me. Um, and so that role as director of men's division, I'm sure I've left a lot of parts of it out, but it was uh, uh, just a fantastic um, place to grow in, um, to learn so many new things. And then it all comes back again to the people we serve and, and the Lord um, for all the stuff I just described. Yes. It really does boil down to, can we love and serve well the man who comes through our door and are they going to be able to hear and receive Christ while they're here? That's our prayer and our hope. And, you know, I think, Jim, you know, ten and a half years uh, overseeing the uh, Department of Men's Division. Last year, and I've talked about this on the radio through other departments, last year was a little bit of a, I don't want to say little, but it was a challenging year uh, with COVID-19. And so how did how did you work with your staff uh, as all that was going on? I remember right when the lockdown first happened, we, we got together. It was one of the last times during the lock, right before the lockdown, I should say, we, we got to get together and meet. And just remember encouraging the team that God is faithful. We're a frontline ministry. He's been faithful to us for all these years. Uh, he's protected us for all these years as we are in a ministry that is not easy, that, that has a lot of dangers involved in it. He's going to walk us through this one as well. And so as a ministry, we didn't shut down. We were an essential, essential service, and we continued to minister through the lockdown. And then when things reopened, obviously we continued to, to minister as well. But that lockdown period, 
we there was nowhere for people to go and so we were really really full for a, a, a period of a few months there and i just remember it was the big thing was just constant encouragement to the staff making sure that they were well so they could minister to the folks that we were coming into our doors and uh, and then that that transition happened is you know we all lived through the the various different things that happened throughout the year the 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 recommendations changed the um, the expectations on all of us kind of changed throughout the year and so we had to navigate that as a ministry and so it was a balance of making sure that the ministry of Haven of Rest still stayed at the for- the forefront while at the same time being responsible and safe while we did it. And I think the the guest, knowing everything had closed down and shut down, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, Jim, but I think they were very happy that we, we were open. That was, so in the 21 years I've been at Haven of Rest, the stretch during the lockdown was probably, it was truly unique as far as my experiences here have been. Those three months, I probably never heard as many thank yous as it, you could add up probably all the other thank yous I, I had gotten yes. through the course of my ministry here, and, and that stretch of two months probably would have outnumbered them. There were so many, so people were so grateful um, because there's a lot of ministries that that are, have now started back up, and we're very grateful and thankful for them. But during that stretch, there weren't a lot of extra people feeding. There weren't a lot of extra people handing out clothes. There wasn't a lot of options for people. Everything was shut down. And when you're homeless and everything's shut down, uh, to have a place that says, we're still open, you can come, you can receive help, it meant the world to people. Um, and we became a place that still felt normal um, because they could see a face that they, that they knew and that, they, that, they, that knew their name. Um, they could have a conversation. It was just, it was home for, for that stretch of time for people who had nowhere else to go. Yeah, and, you know, so much happened last year, and, uh, you know, we had to take a lot of precautions, obviously, with the social distancing and plexiglass and separating chairs and the way our guests slept. And you're right, Jim, uh, in the midst of all that, uh, I, I, I totally agree with you. Our, our guests were extremely thankful uh, that they had a place where they could stay and uh, be fed and the fellowship and the prayer and the socialization that we still had with them was very, very important uh, to our guests that were staying here at the Haven of Rest. So as we continue to move forward here, Jim, um, that phase has ended in regards to the department of uh, head of the department of the men's division. And now you are slowly in a transition period again. So let's talk about what what's this new period that started here at the beginning of the year so so god continues to open new doors and uh i remember reverend thomas saying a long time ago and reverend reverend walker's echoed the same thought that god's more concerned about your faithfulness than your success that's correct and uh and so the the opportunity was presented uh, to move into an interim role as director of operations. And I think we all wish that uh, that Kurt could still be here at the mission day to day, and we're continuing to pray for him every day um, as he battles cancer. But God had opened this uh, this door and this opportunity for me to step into the role, and it was another it was another moment where I had to realize I'm going to be moving into some uh, some responsibilities that are, 
beyond what I've done to this point. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of new things to learn. And Lord, I'm just praying. I'm going to. I need you to equip me for this work because it's more than I than I know. And and again, I, I just God's been so faithful every step of the way. Uh, from our I shared some of that in our interview last week, but then again today, just as as you as you say, God, I'm going to be faithful to the call. I'm going to be faithful to the step you're asking me to take. Um, I'm so glad that He is always faithful, and He He will never leave us and never forsake us. He's going to give us what we need. So so that's been uh, the process over the last six months is moving into this this role of director of operations and learning all that that entails. So I had been a, a head of one department. Now um, I have 10 departments that report to me. So it's the some of the things translate really well. Just as I needed to know the 16 men and when I was the director of men's division, I need to know the the director's of the of the the ten departments that would report to operations, um, and not just about the departments, but who are the people, what's going on in their life, um, so that they have what they need to effectively carry out the work uh, that God is doing here at Haven of Rest. And there's a yeah, that's right, and so there's a lot lot to learn. Uh, your budget goes from one department. Now uh, there's ten departments, and uh, you get to be a part of that process and learning uh, all pretty much all the ins and outs in a really deeper level uh, than just when you were the director of men's division and you have some good people to lean on uh, for questions I, I know ben walker uh, you can talk to him i know you're, you're still communicating to kurt thomas uh, in regards to uh, thoughts and, and and answers for as you look at things and uh, it's amazing you know kurt was in that position for many years, and there was just a lot of depth in that department um, that that Kurt brought to the uh, department head. And you're learning it, and you're doing a great job of it. And uh, I know, um, you know, July one uh, is when you become the uh, director of operations. And um, as you look at this process, Jim, uh, and I know you said it, you're leaning on the Lord uh, largely here. Uh, who were, I guess my question to you is, uh, how are you doing uh, through this process? Yeah, it's been, again, humbling. Um, one of the things that I quickly realized as even when I very first moved into the office and I saw how organized Kurt was and, you know, some of his files for how he had planned out different things that were happening at the mission, I began to realize the scope of the role and that was where I saw um, just how much Kurt had done in the last 18 years. And, and it was not only humbling, but I, just, I had a real sense of gratitude because um, much of what Kurt did was unsung. Mm-hmm. Most people never saw it, but he was protecting and caring and um, really, a, uh, in a way, a watchdog for the mission. He was, he was making sure that like, our buildings were, were in a position where, the, where there wasn't anything that would be a danger, that it was all safe and updated. Um, he was um, you know, working with various vendors and people behind the scenes that most people never knew happened. And he was building those relationships. And so as I've walked into that role, uh, I've been learning every day something new. Uh, and it's been fantastic. But again, it's been very humbling because when you have one person doing the same role for 18 years, a lot of people know he's my guy. He's who I talk to if I yes. want to go to Haven of Rest. So, and I'm 
starting at the beginning with most of them. So I'm having to, to build those relationships with, with folks outside the mission and, and some inside. So in the midst of it all day by day, as I learn something new every day, uh, again, just thankful that the Lord uh, leans uh, or that the Lord teaches as, I, as I'm able to lean on him. And, and there are so many good people here at Haven of Rest that, that are a help. You know, I think of um, Chris Bug, who has been a huge help with the financial side of things. Reverend Kaiser, you've been a tremendous help uh, with helping just as I learned the role and prioritizing and, and where to look and what to see. Reverend Walker has been fantastic. All of the department heads, as, as I've had the opportunity to speak with them and get to know them and learn their departments in a way that I didn't before, um, we are just so blessed with fantastic people that God has brought here to Haven of Rest uh, that he works through every day. Um, and so for me to be in this role, I think, is more a testament to the great people at Haven of Rest um, and just God's faithfulness. Well, you know, Jim, I can't believe it. We are out of time. And what I want to ask as we close is how can our listeners pray for you into this new transition? Uh, continue to pray for for Haven of Rest. Um, as I look over 10 departments, uh I guess a specific prayer I would ask is just the Lord's wisdom um, as we, as a ministry, move forward. There's going to be a lot of challenges. Some we see coming, some we don't. And in the midst of it all, we're going to need the Lord's wisdom. And uh, that would probably be my biggest prayer is just that uh, that I would be able to be wise and be a good steward. I think that would be the other one. Like we recognize God's given us these moments to 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 oversee, and they are that they're moments. And and so for the moments that I'm here at Haven of Rest for the season He's given me, I, I pray that I would be a good steward of this ministry. Well, Jim, we appreciate you being on the radio here this morning. Uh, it's just amazing to see how much the Lord has done. It's always a joy as we sit sit here and talk. Uh, and just to see what the Lord has done. And I know our listeners will be praying for you. So once again, thank you for being a part of the program this morning. It was an honor. Thank you.